Welcome to Expect Increase, where mindset and sales meet. This is episode 78, How to Coach Your Children to Performance Excellence. Hi, I'm Sharit Richardson, founder of Digital Innovation Media Group, where I'm the lead designer and marketing strategist. And what we do is we help business owners convert traffic to more clients, followers, and engagement. You can get more information at Digital Innovation MG. And I'm joined today, as always, by Rishana Price. How are you? Hey, Sharik. Hello, everyone. I'm doing great. And yes, I am Roshana Price, a leadership and success coach and trademark owner of the phrase giver of awesomeness. Awesomeness is inside of you. And I help my clients find that awesomeness and give it to the world around them while we unpack all of the bullying moments that they've had, all the times of adversity that have come in their life. And they think it has no value, but it is actually the gift that they've been given to pull their awesomeness out and give it to the world around them. So you can learn more about me at RoshannaPrice.com. Awesome. So today is a really hot topic because many of us are following the whole college scam where, you know, actors like Felicity yeah. and Lauren McLaughlin and there's so many other people. They are just, of course, in the forefront because they're famous. Right. But there's, um, gosh, it was like over a over hundred parents who were charged for paying this gentleman to, um, you know, either change grades or to just go ahead and bribe the schools, say their kids play sports, they don't play. And, you know, we had a conversation about this and we decided to make this a topic because we're also mothers and we do a lot, you know, for our children and sacrifice for them as far as the, the daily routine and checking work making sure, you know, they, they have their stuff done on time and, you know, really working hard and teaching them accountability and teaching them to, you know, follow a schedule, especially we have two middle schoolers. So you have one and I have one. So we know we're dealing yes. with the challenges of that. <laughs> that in itself is a challenge. So when this topic came up, you know, today's the first day for Felicity Huffman's huge 14 day sentence. Um, for mm -hmm. her, her daughter, uh, for paying money to have her daughter uh, go to USC, I believe. And they falsified documents saying that she played a sport she never played. And the girl was not even going to class. So the lesson here is what are we teaching our children? How can we coach our children to performance excellence? Um, so that, you know, not that we would ever, I can never imagine any of us falling into a trap of wanting to do anything remark remotely close to what these women did. But we, we both know that, that that's not something that you have to do. People made a choice and they chose to, and it happens all the time, unfortunately, that people skip ahead of the line because of money, status, you know, class, uh, connections and things like that. So we're gonna focus on today coaching children to performance excellence, right? Yeah, I mean, this whole scandal, the whole thing, and the fact that there were so many parents doing it mm -hmm. was like, not just a judgment error for these individual people, it, there was a market for it. Yes. So, so because there was a market for it, there was like this, there was this conscious awareness that there are people out here that want this. And there was a business person on the other end that also was like, well, if they want it, I can help make it happen for them. And that in and of itself is what, when I think about it, I'm like, man, this is terrible. Right. 
And yeah, and this guy, you know, he was the person there. He, he was the man of all these people. He served a very elite clientele, people who had the money to do what they need to do. But the question is like, so what about their kids? Where are their children learning? Because when I look mm-hmm. at Felicity Huffman's case, her other daughter was like, no, I don't want that kind of help. And so the heat is not even on her. The heat is more on the child that took the help and allowed her mother to do what she did. So well, how we, my understanding is her daughters didn't know, or is that Lori Hoffman? Um, Felicity Huffman? Either she yeah, did. I didn't. Oh, so the daughter may not have known. Okay, so she did it for one yeah. child, but they said the other child, I think she offered it. I think I remember reading that she offered it, but one declined. Oh, okay. So I think, I think in Lori Hoffman's play, in Lori Lofman, yeah, she, I think her her daughters did not know. They did not. Okay. Because I know that they were not. They're like horrified about it. Like they're like, I mean, their relationship is estranged, but I mean, I guess, which is right. Like, but they, her, her parents did it. So, so the first thing that I think about as a parent mm-hmm. and that I've been really conscious of is not trying to live my life through the lens of my children. Right. Because the truth is, is that in to be a parent that sought out to have this opportunity, if you want to call it that for their children, right? Like I wanted them to have the best chance. Did you want them to have the best chance or did you want to make sure that you would have the best chance to be able to talk about your children and all the great things that they're doing? Exactly. Because you and I both know that in, yeah, depending on the conversation around parents, it could be a one-upper conversation. Well, my kid did this and my kid's doing that. Yes. And especially in that particular field. And I see it even because my kids have always gone like to private schools. I see it even with the parents there who are not famous or rich. They may be well to do. And you hear them talking about what program this one got into. Mine is in the Duke tip program and mine is in is taking these type of classes and mine's doing that and it is a status thing with parents so you're right checking yourself is the first thing to do is Mm -hmm. why would i even think of doing something like that versus putting my child into a sylvan or a kumon program to help them do the work for themselves or hiring a tutor you have a money hiring a private tutor because the thing about this is and i've seen children who grow up where they're given access to all these things and a very very small amount of these people turn out to be productive adults the rest of them either brag about the money they don't put forth the effort and there's this air of the you know i don't have to do this and then the parents will find themselves instead of having a grown functioning adult you have now become an enabler who even though your child may be 20 30 40 you are still parenting them as if they're 15 because you have not given them the life skills of go out there and earn your keep. You're like Warren Buffett. He tells his kids and grandkids, I'll pay for your college. And that's it. After that, you're on your own. So you had a child that went on grandchild that went on to become a nanny to a, to a family that's not even worth what her family is. Why? Because she chose the major and I think was French literature. Okay. And she's, he said, hey, you, you know, that was your choice, you're done. So, you know, you have another side of that where you have a side that teaches the child accountability 
And the other side, it tells the child, well, you don't have to do that. Mommy's got you. Don't worry about it. We are who we are, and that's it. And, and look at the fruit that, you know, that can come from that. Because I don't know if you watched the, the YouTube videos for Lauren McLaughlin's daughters. She did, she, I think she paid half a million dollars. And they're doing videos on how I hate college. I don't want to go to school. Uh, one was on a yacht when the news broke with the school administrator. You know, and so what is she, what was that half a million really for? If the girls are not like straight A students and, you know what I mean? And, and not, you know, the head of their class. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, again, which is why the question of who was she really doing it for? And so, and when we think about coaching our children, what are we coaching them for? Are we coaching them for ourselves? Or are we coaching them for, for, for really for them and their performance? Um, and I see it. I mean, like, so I'll give you an example, uh-huh. just a personal example, just even from, from like my children. So Zion, my son, he's 11 now, but when we, when he was born and growing up, there were, I had several friends having boys around the same time. So we have boys that are now all about the same age. And when we would get together, the conversation would turn to, you know, who's crawling first, who's eating, who's reading at what level. Oh, my baby is reading and doing the baby can read thing and all of that. And I was like, yeah, we're not doing any of that. We're just having fun with Zion and he's in preschool or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the conversation around I'm doing this for my child yes. can quickly become this badge of honor for mm-hmm. a parent that then translate to children that are, and I see it now, that they're hypersensitive to perform, to do well, they're anxious about it, what if they don't do well, all of that. And it's like, well, sometimes you're not going to do well. Even, it, even your best effort could be a B. And so the one thing that we do in my household is talk a lot about effort. And we don't talk a lot about about what the performance is because a hard earned B or even a C where you just worked your butt off is worth so much more in the long run than an A that came so easy. You barely had to do anything. There wasn't really any homework or, you know, like the teacher made it easy on me. Right. I learned that in college. I, I mean, that really throughout my whole K-12 experience, being a good student was not great for me in high school and K- K-12. When I went to college, I was a better student. But being able to teach that to my children now is fantastic so that they aren't stressed and anxious to perform on a test, which is like a one day thing, but also so they don't grow up thinking that like, I have to be perfect to start something or it has to wait for it to be of value because that's a lot of, and we talk about it in business. How many people have these mindsets of like, well, if it isn't perfect, I can't start or put it out there. Or if it's not gonna change millions of people's lives, then it's not worth it. When the truth is, is like you could change one person's life and it could be, it's the need that saves their life. That's yeah. worth it. Absolutely. And I think that is, that's really important because, you know, um, we've done that, you know, very similar with our children as well, because, you know, they're in new schools, they have totally different, you know, grades. They get, like for instance, they actually have grades where the last school, they did not give them letter grades. Yep. And, um, you know, they, my oldest child, 
he's always done the strong, you know, academically performance, but my youngest is the one that struggles. And, you know, there was a day when I went to go pick him up and we, they were running late. And I was like, gosh, what's taking him so long? Well, what happened? He was taking a test and he didn't know the answers. And he came out, you know, of the class crying. And I was like, what's wrong? And he said, I didn't know. And he thought he was going to be in trouble. And like you said, it's not, it's the effort. I said, well, did you do your very best? And he said, yes. And I said, well, then you're good. You know, because mm -hmm. there is a lot of pressure in, in different, um, you know, with parents in different circles and things. And so it's important that we not put that on um, our children because we have our own hangups. And so, you know, I think also looking at this particular situation is looking at what are your goals for your children? Because my kids are, they're all different. You know, um, like I said, my oldest is more of one that I work with him on different things. They have their own strengths and their own weaknesses. And so I look at him and what kind of man that I want him to be. And I look at the other two, this, you know, the, the same way, but just differently, knowing that their personalities are different and their abilities are different, as well as their strengths. And so what I always tell them, and it's the joke, but I tell them straight up, you know, as far as being a productive man, I say, you're going to be someone's father. You're going to be a business leader one day. You're going to do big things. Mm -hmm. You know, and I tell them, you know, college, you're either going to college or you're going on a Grammy Award winning uh, tour or something like that. You're doing, <laughs> you're doing something. But what you, you got to go somewhere. Right. But you won't be is laying on my couch and watching my TV. You know, so start thinking about that now. So I'm already setting up the, you know, the, uh, the, the, the playing field of you will be doing something with your life, whether it's going to be, you know, something positive, something negative, but it, you're going to be able to make up now. Obviously I'm not going to uh, skew them towards the negative side, but we definitely, you know, push them towards the positive side. I don't pressure them to be rich. I don't pressure them to be famous. I just pressure them to be, uh, not really pressure, but I just focus okay. on them doing their very best and working hard and taking personal responsibilities for their actions. Right. And being, and being per yeah, owning it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because, you know, kids love that. Well, he made me do it. No, you chose to do it. You know? <laughs> so, and, and their lessons and, and all of that. So the kind of, you know, man that I want them to be is a man who is a leader. I said, you guys are leaders. You know, and when we pray in the morning, that's the prayer that I pray. Make my, bless my kids to be leaders and not followers. You know, find opportunities to show leadership. Even at school, like my son said he saw a kid being bullied when he was in gym class, so we started cheering him on. So, you know, that way other kids were teasing him, so he decided to go and do the opposite. Absolutely. And I said, that's that right. leadership. You know, so first looking within is definitely very important, but also looking at your kids and knowing who they are. You know, with my youngest comes home with a heart, like you said, a hard earned B or C, I know he, he worked mm -hmm. for that. You know, my oldest, you know, when he comes home with an A, I know that he, it may have come a little easier for him, but I also know if he comes home and says, I, I paid attention in my in class the whole time and I did, you know, my work early, or something like that, I know that he's focusing on his weakness, which is focus, which is not getting bored easily in class, but finding something productive to do to make sure that he is staying on task. And so, you know, rewarding them for the things that they need to really grow and encourage, uh, things that they really need to grow on. Like my, like my husband always says, growth. Okay, are you growing? 
mm-hmm. you know, good. and that, yeah, and that really helps them see, okay, I may not, you know, like my youngest, I may not be an A student, but I'm growing every day. I'm growing with every lesson and every test. And so that he can, you know, will one day get to where the A's get a little easier than they are now. And so, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's very important, you know, this topic has been out and we know this has gone on since the beginning of time, but it doesn't make it right. But it also, it, it, what it does is it continues a vicious cycle because these kids will be someone's boss one day. These kids will be, you know, over a major project and the people under them will, will pay the price. You know what I mean? The people who have paid their way, pay their dues are going to pay the price for those who did not because they have family connections and money and they were able to skip ahead. You know, they're not gonna work as hard. So I'd rather my kid, you know, be the hard worker who did his work as a mid-manager versus the kid who's sitting in the CEO office has no idea what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and become someone that is all about themselves or can't help others and doesn't, and doesn't see that as something that's a part of their being human and alive and healthy. So yeah, it's about, I think when we think about coaching our children and we think about all the things that we've seen in the media, all the people that, that unfortunately get the airtime, 90% are the people that aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. They aren't people that are shining their light, that are helping others. And so as we continue to coach our children to be to perform, it's performing at their best, whatever their best is, and then feeling good about it so that they are not living their life feeling stressed or anxious or unworthy because they're, they're trying to be something that they're not. Exactly, exactly. Couldn't put it better myself. Yeah, um, you nothing else to add to that. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> That's like the amen. I know, and I'm so passionate about it because I just... <laughs> I'm so passionate. I'm I'm so passionate about it. I just feel like it's like, can we just stop it already? Like, can we yes. just stop it? Absolutely. That's just how I feel. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and so hopefully, you know, throughout this whole thing, and of course, this story is not going away. Um, there's still parents mm-hmm. being sentenced. Um, so I mean, they're who are not as famous, but they do show the walk of shame going into the courtroom, and. Hopefully this will cause a ripple effect in parents to say, you know what, you know, Susie, Billy, whatever, you know, the kids' names are, you know, put them in Sylvan, put them in a, put them in a Kumon program, put them in something like that. And I, th- I think you'll thank yourself more if you do it that way than going the way of these parents. And so I think it's a very important thing to discuss and use it as an opportunity to look at our children um, and see how we can you know, make them productive, productive, you know, Christian uh, citizens, you know, always pray in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. that they, that God will bless them and, and, and guide them. And they, that they have their own relationship with God. So it's not always just me praying for them, but they're also praying for themselves and each other and other people. And so as long as your child is where, you know, you feel they need to be. And so they're able to make, become their own man or woman. That's it. That's good enough for me, and that works for me. You know, so we think. Amen. That's what I'm going to (laughs) say. So thank you so much for joining us today. Just keep in mind, this is a pre-recorded episode. 
I'm Sharif and you can find me on Instagram at Digital Marketing Works. My business page on Facebook is Digital Innovation Media Group and I'm the only Sharif L. Richardson MBA on LinkedIn. Where can we find you, Rashana? You can find me on Facebook and Instagram as Giver of Awesomeness and on LinkedIn and Twitter as Rashana Price. Awesome. We thank you all for joining us and we will definitely chat with you next time. Thank <laughs> you.